We'll see. Love Talk Radio.
Welcome to another edition of Intimate of the Word. I'm your host, Sean Holmberg, along with Christopher Herzog. And we're here for another two hours of worship, another two hours of prayer, another two hours of seeking the face of God and studying the scripture and learning to hear his voice and to have an encounter with God, not based on anything but the grace of God and the love of the Father and the desire of the Father through the Holy Spirit to make known to us the goodness of his grace and the goodness of his mercy and the incredible riches of his love, which he has poured out into our lives and into our hearts. And our goal here and our desire is that you would grow into a deeper, intimate relationship with the Father and with Jesus Christ. And Father, we pray for anybody out there listening, Lord. Father, that the eyes of their understanding would be flooded with light. Father, that you would set them aflame with a desire for your presence, Father. You would create in them a hunger and a desire for your word. Father, just like you said that if we ask, you would give us a drink of living water, of everlasting living water, Jesus. Father, I pray that you would renew our minds according to your word, Lord. I pray that you would establish your word in our heart, Father, that we would be rooted and grounded in truth, Father, that we would be rooted and grounded in love, Lord. Father, that you would make us living epistles, Father, living examples of your glory in the serve, living examples of your grace and living examples of your power in this earth toward the world, Lord, that you would reveal your presence in your Son, Jesus Christ, through his Father, that it would not be for our glory, Lord, because all glory belongs to you, Father, but that you would use us, Lord, to glorify your Son, Jesus Christ, and you would use us as a body of believers, as the bride of Christ, as the church of the living God, Father, you would use us to usher in the return of your Son, Father, to usher in revival, to usher in the harvest of the fields, Lord, that you said were white, Father. Father, so we stretch out our hearts, Father, and we stretch out our hands toward the nations, Lord from east to west, Father, from the United States to Japan to China, Father, to Russia, to Indonesia, to India right now, Lord, Father, to Bangladesh, to Syria, Father, to Sri Lanka, Lord, to Libya again. Father, that your presence, your the manifold presence, Holy Spirit, that you would rest upon every believer, Father, and fill them with peace and joy in believing. Father, you would increase their faith. Lord, for you said that the just would live by faith, Father. And having done all to stand, we stand, Father, in believing you and trusting you, Father, and casting all our cares and our worries upon you, for we know that you care for us, Father. 
Father, and we exalt and glorify you, Lord. And we lay our lives down for you, and we lay our hopes and our ambitions and our desires and our plans and everything that we think should be a certain way, Father. We lay it down for your glory, and we lay it down so that your will would be done in our lives, Father, so that your will would be done in our hearts, Father. Your will would be done in our nations and our kingdoms, Father, in our cities and our villages, Lord. Jesus, have your way in this earth, Father. As you said, that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father. Establish your kingdom upon this earth, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you are our banner, Father, that you are our righteousness, that there's nothing that we can do to merit or gain favor from you, Lord, but everything comes from the grace of God. Everything is a free gift that comes from you for your love, which you have poured out for us, Lord. And Jesus, we thank you for sending us the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we honor you. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence tonight, Father. Thank you that everywhere that this radio broadcast is going out to, Father, your presence is filling and uplifting the believers, Father, that you are strengthening them, Father, and that you are giving them grace and courage, Father, and you are bringing them a renewed sense of peace and joy, Lord. Father, we cast out any spirit of confusion, any spirit of fear, any spirit of doubt, Father, Father, any spirit of worry, Lord, and we command every spirit of sickness to go and flee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you're listening right now, and if you're sick, whatever part of you is sick, just lay your hand on it. And we're going to pray real fast and ask the Lord Jesus to heal you. And just believe in faith. For it's not about any man, but it's about the Word of God. And... It says that by his stripes we are healed. And he said, if two or more of you are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst. And he said, if we would ask anything in his name, it shall be done. And he said, if you would have just the faith of a mustard seed, you could speak to the mountain and command it to be removed. And the Bible says that Jesus saw the masses and he was moved with compassion for them. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, according to your word, Father, we ask for the complete and total deliverance of every person out there, Father. Father, we speak against the spirit of sickness and say we must go right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we ask for complete and total healing over every body part, over every sickness, over every disease, Father. We take authority according to the word of God and according to the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over sickness right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for sending your son to die for us, and thank you that by your stripes we are healed, Father, and we declare the victory in your word, Father, and we give you the glory and the honor for the miracles that you are doing right now across the world. Thank you, Jesus. As always, our toll-free number is 619-638-8458. And once again, my name is Sean Holmberg, and on the air is in the studio with us is Christopher Herzog. And we're going to read a little bit of scripture. I'm not exactly sure which way we're going to go with it or 
how the Holy Spirit will lead, but it doesn't matter. Um, we're going to play a song, and then we will be right back.
Welcome back to Prayer National. Sorry, we had a small difficulty. It looks like my phone was muted. Um, but we are back. Let me give you our call-in number. It's 619-638-8458. And I'll probably make mistakes and have my phone muted again sometime in the future, so you'll just have to forgive me if that happens. Anyway, I was thinking about where to start tonight, and this last week we've been talking about the presence of God and about a relationship with him and about having a real relationship with him. And yesterday we talked about the love of God and it reminded me of a book called Practicing the Presence of God with Brother Lawrence, who was an old monk a long time ago, way before any of us were probably born. And, um, it wasn't that he was a special man, um, didn't hold any positions, but there was a presence of God that he carried with him. And me and Chris at times have talked about cultivating an atmosphere for his presence. And not I'm not saying that you can do anything to earn his presence because his presence is always available and his love is always there and God always wants to spend time with us. But there's things that we can do in our own lives to cultivate an atmosphere for his presence to dwell. I mean like turning off the television and getting rid of all the distractions, turning the cell phone off, which for me is like my wife would tell you is an impossible thing at times. Um, But literally, and we talked the other day about having a relationship with the Lord that wasn't based on times or dates or anything in particular, but having a general acknowledgement of the Lord throughout your everyday life, through every minute of your day. Um, We had mentioned before that worship isn't always something that you do at a specific time, but it's something that you become. You become a worshiper of God. It becomes part of your nature, and part of your nature becomes having communion with the Lord, where you're always mindful of the Father, and you're always mindful and always acknowledging that He's there, that His presence is there. Um, And we had talked about how the Bible states that His presence, there's nowhere you can flee from His presence. Everywhere you go, He's there, whether it's at home or at work or at church, His presence is always there. And it's just a matter of us being able to get ourselves in a place to just focus on him and just spend time with him and not because we want to get anything but just and not because for any reason but just that we want to get to know him and we want to know him and we want to have a communion with him and a relationship with him it says in the old testament and we had mentioned this before that it says that god talked to moses as a man talks to a friend and jesus said i no longer call you servants but i call you friends for a servant no longer knows what his master is doing and you know the bible says in amos it says that god does nothing unless he reveals us to his servants the prophets and then jesus said that it is to our advantage that he go away for he if not couldn't send the helper and he said when he comes the spirit of truth he would take and reveal to us and remind us of everything Jesus said and it says that you don't need that anyone teach you for the same Holy Spirit that dwells in you will teach you concerning all things and you know going to I mean, in going to, to like, in reading books and reading in seminars and um, in conferences and all that's great. And it has purposes and has places. And, but there is a, 
intimacy that comes with having a relationship, not just in worship, but having a relationship with his word and spending time having a relationship with the word of God itself and letting the Holy Spirit open up that word to you and letting the Holy Spirit reveal things to you. Because, you know, it's it's great to hear that someone got an amazing revelation, but when you get your own revelation from the Lord and you hear the Holy the Holy Spirit speak to your heart and reveal something to you, the word becomes alive in you for it's a living word. And those revelations that just come in your quiet time between you and the Lord are things that will change your life I and mean, your very existence will change. And there's a transformation that comes in you and you and you grow in faith when you realize that even anybody can have a relationship with with God. And it only comes through Jesus Christ, and it only comes through accepting that everything is because of him. And we stand in grace in the presence of God, covered by his blood, sanctified, and made perfect through the workings of the cross and not through our own works of righteousness or anything else, just by simple faith and what he has already done in our lives. And I said all this because I was I wanted to read something. Um someone had asked um Brother Lawrence about his relationship with the Lord. And I mean when I said that he didn't have any titles or anything like that, I mean he was just a monk and he he cooked in the kitchen and he fixed shoes and stuff and someone asked him about his relationship with the Lord and I wanted to read part of that to let you know what it's like through the eyes of a normal person who loves the Lord. And he said, you so earnestly desire that I describe the method by which I arrived at the habitual sense of God's presence, which our merciful Lord has pleased to grant me. And he said, the account I can give you is this. Having found in many books different methods of going to God and diverse practices of the spiritual life, I thought this would serve rather to puzzle me than to facilitate what I sought after, which was nothing but how to become holy holy gods. This made me resolve to give the all for the all. After having given myself wholly to God, to make all the satisfaction I could for my sins, I renounced for the love of him everything that was not God, and I began to live as if there was none but he and I in the world. Sometimes I considered myself before him as a poor criminal at the feet of his judge. At other times I beheld him in my heart as my father, as my God. I worshipped him the oftenest I could, keeping my mind in his holy presence and recalling it as often as I found it wandered from him. I made this my business not only at the appointed times of prayer, but all the time, every hour, every minute, even in the height of my work. I drove from my mind everything that interrupted my thoughts of God. I found no small pain in this exercise, yet I continued it notwithstanding all the difficulties that occurred. I tried not to trouble or disquiet myself when my mind wandered. Such has been my common practice ever since I entered religious life. Though I have done it imperfectly, imperfectly, I have found great advantage by it. 
These I well know are due to the mercy and goodness of God, because we can do nothing without him, and I still less than any. When we are faithful to keep ourselves in his holy presence and set him always before us, this hinders our offending him and doing anything that may displease him. It also begets us in a holy freedom, and, if I may so speak, a familiarity with God, where, when we ask, he supplies the grace we need. Over time, by often repeating these acts, they become habitual, and the presence of God becomes quite natural to us. Please give him thanks with me for his great goodness toward me, which I can never sufficiently express, and for the many favors he has done for so miserable a sinner as I am. May all things praise him. Amen. And I found it interesting that those who have a relationship with God and all of in my entire Christian life, the ones who I have found to have the most real relationship with the Lord weren't people who claimed they were perfect and they weren't people who claimed they had all the answers. It was the normal people who had normal problems and a normal life. And yet in the midst of all the normalcy, they had an unnormal and amazing relationship with the Father, not based on their circumstances, but just based on the knowledge of the love that he has for us. And in some of his letters, Brother Lawrence had talked about how when he messed up and he would have issues like any normal man, he would just not worry about them and he would give them to the Lord and he would rest himself solely upon the grace of God in his lives. And you know, the Bible says that he that has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ. And it refers to us as as like vessels that are made. We're like clay pots that the Lord, or better yet, we're statues that the Lord is shaping and sculpting. And and he's constantly like chiseling us and making a perfect image. And, you know, the Father sets a plan in motion for our lives, and he's creating a masterpiece in us that in the end we will reflect Jesus Christ. And and it's available to anybody. It's not for specific people. It's for everybody who would like to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus. And having a relationship with God and having the presence of God in your life transforms not only your own life, but it transforms the world around you. And I'll give you an example. Um, Something I noticed. Um, When I got, I told you like the other day, I explained that when I got married, my wife had had three children and it was sort of hard for me to adjust because like with any family you have, and if you have children, they don't always want to do their homework. They always want to play outside or do whatever. And so sometimes I would get home and there'd be attention having like plans and schedules and things that you know need to be done. And I learned a trick and it's going to sound crazy, but when I was driving home every day, 
I would sometimes I would be listening to like talk radio and just the random news of the day and then other times I would spend my time driving home just worshiping God. Just spending my alone time loving him and being in love with him and not ex- not because I was expecting anything or wanted to achieve anything but just because I wanted him to know how much I loved him and I wanted him to know that he was my all in all and that every minute and every breath of my existence is because of him and for him and through him and by him and everything in this world is because of him. Well, without him, there's absolutely no meaning. And so I would just be worshiping him in my car on the way home, and I noticed there was a remarkable difference when I walked in the door. If I had been spending time in the presence of God, that there was a literally there was a shift in the atmosphere when I got home. And it's it's funny because you and me and Chris have talked about it before. Like you can go to work, begin spending presence in the time of the Father, and it can affect the people around you and they'll notice there's something about you that's different, something they can't actually put their finger on it, but there's something different about you. And, you know, I've met people and the second I look at them, you can just tell they've been with Jesus. You can tell that there's people who spend time with him and there's people because they remind you of him. And, I'm not even sure necessarily why I'm even bringing this up, so probably someone needs to hear it, that you can affect everything, not by any word you say, but just by spending time with him, just by spending time with Jesus, you will affect the world around you. Because when you carry about the presence of God in your life and you make it your aim to let his presence fill your life, in every aspect, in every area of your life, and you give it all solely to him for his glory. You know, the Bible says to present yourselves as living sacrifices to him. Um, And, you know, when you make it your aim to make everything his and to do everything for him and everything and every work is, is as if you were doing it to him, then you affect everything and you change everything and you can't be in the presence of God and not be changed. And if you're walking down the street and caring about the presence of Jesus Christ and the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, there's people on the street that you're going to affect and they're not even going to know it and you may not even know it, but just being around them introduces the presence of God into their life and it introduces the presence of God into a world of darkness and because we are the light of the world and you know I remember a long time ago when I was in church there was part of our youth group would go to the inner cities in Dallas um, in this place called Deep Ellum and there was this one girl I remember and she would just be walking through the street and and the aim was to go down there and just to tell people about Jesus. But she wouldn't even get to that point, and people would run up to her off the street and ask her about Jesus. And it wasn't because she had some amazing anointing or some amazing anything. It was just because she spent time with the Father. And there was something about spending time with the Father and caring about his presence with you that affects the world around you. You know, when you spend time with him, it changes 
not just the world, but it changes you. It changes your mindset. It changes your opinions on things. It changes how you feel about things. And things that would normally worry you and things that would bother you don't seem to matter and they don't seem to bother you anymore. Praying for someone to get healed when they're sick, it's not. It doesn't become, okay, I don't know if it's going to happen will it or will it not. It's just believing and knowing what the word of God said because you spent so much time with him that you've developed a trust in his word and a trust that he is who he says he is. And the most important thing we can do is spend time with him because that was the main reason that he created us was for fellowship with him and to be in a love relationship with him.
Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. And I was going to read a little bit from the Word, but before what I did, if anybody out there would just like a closer relationship with the Father, we're going to pray real fast. So just lift your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of your Son. Father, I pray that you, by your Holy Spirit, would reveal yourself to these people, Father, that you would reveal the abundance of your love and your grace in their life, Father, that you would remove every bit of doubt and every bit of fear that they may have in coming before you, Father, that you would reveal to them how amazing your love is in their life, Father. Father, that you would bring and burn a hunger and a thirst for you, Father, a hunger and thirst for your presence, Holy Spirit. I ask that you would fill them with your presence, Holy Spirit, that you would come upon them and fill them and fill their houses and fill them and their families with your presence. Father, that you would reveal your glory to them, Father, and the glory of your Son, Jesus Christ, Father, that you would bring an anointing of your presence, Father, the Kabbalah glory of your presence into their lives, Father that you would open the eyes of their hearts, Father, that you would open their ears so they could hear your voice, Father. Lord, that you would give them visions and dreams, Father, and that you would speak to them clearly, Father, and speak to them 
as a man speaks to a friend, Father. And I thank you, Lord, that you are revealing yourself to your church, Father. And I thank you that you are revealing yourself to your bride, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And I figured we only have about 15 minutes for the first hour. And so I'm going to read some of 1 Peter. And it's 1 Peter, verse 3. He said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. And this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing, rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Of this salvation the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ who was in them was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that would follow. To them it was revealed that not to themselves, but to us, they were ministering the things which now have been, re been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which angels desire to look into. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust, as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father, who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourself throughout the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you are not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and your hope are in God.
Welcome to Prayer International Radio. We're up for the second half of our show tonight. And this is Intermittent in the Word. My name is Chris Herzog. And we were in the studio with Sean Holmberg the first hour. He was sharing his heart, sharing the Word of God, declaring the Word of God, praying for the nation. And so we want to continue in the flow of the Spirit, lifting up the name of Jesus and declaring Him to the four corners of the earth. Right now we want to continue in a spirit of worship. We just want you to open up your hearts, open up your minds, the Word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to rejuvenate you and refresh you. You know, I think a lot of times we are in such a hurry. We get so busy that we forget to wait. So we really just forget to wait on the Lord. We forget to spend time in His presence and allowing the Holy Spirit to work in us. You know, sometimes we rush through prayer like it's a formula or we rush through church making sure we do all the things that we do in church. But we a lot of times fail to spend time and to wait and to really learn to enjoy God and to enjoy His presence. So, tonight we really just want to take some time to soak and allow you time to soak in the presence of God. So, this is Prayer International Radio. And if you need prayer, you can email us, contact us, we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And we have a toll free number. 619-638-8458. And so let's go into a time of worship and just drink deeply and breathe deeply in the presence of the Lord.
for your situation, for your promise that you're believing and declaring. And so as we talk about waiting on the Lord, you know, many times we rush through prayer like it's a formula and we think that the more scripture we can spout off or the more nifty things we can say and the more God will rush to us or the more God, the quicker God will respond or the word answer our prayers, I guess, or show up. But the truth is, Jesus himself said that do not use vain repetitions right before he shared with the disciples about how to approach the Father and what to declare. He said this, he said, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think they will be heard by their much speaking. You see, but it's not the speaking, it's the heart. You know, God says there's many people that honor him with their lips, but their hearts are far from him. And it's the silent cries of the heart. It's the desires of the heart. You know, actually, the Bible says that before you even ask, your Father, your Heavenly Father, knows what you have need of. You don't have to worry about asking Him for food or clothing or money for this or that. And that's not to say that we shouldn't pray and we shouldn't ask, because Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. But the truth is, is that God knows what we need before we even ask. Because He knows what's in our heart. He knows the, the longings and the needs and the desires of our heart. Jesus put it like this, whatsoever things you desire say and pray, believing that whatever you say you shall have. See, desire is attached to that. The longings of your heart, the motives of your heart really is the motivation for God. See, if it moves you, I think I said this last night or the night before, but it's true. If it moves you, it'll probably move God, but if if you're not moved, if you're not moved in your praying, if you're not moved in your seeking and your asking, if you're not even moved in your giving on some kind of level, then it's probably not moving God. Now, am I saying everything has to be an emotional uh, response? Does it all have to be feeling-based? No. Sometimes even our prayers are silent. And we just pour our heart, we pour our feelings and emotions out before the Father. Romans 8 says that when we don't know the words to express to God, that the Holy Spirit himself makes intercession with groaning, with utterances that are beyond words, that are beyond our human intellect. 
And so God is looking for you to pour out your heart before him. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he may be found. Draw near to him, and he'll draw near to you. He says, call upon me while I'm near. And you know, the Lord is near to all those who fear him. And he's close and near to those that are of a broken spirit, a contrite heart, a a yielded and open, a, a, a spirit, a heart, an attitude that'll reach out for God, that'll lay down the pride and come to terms with the fact that you cannot do this on your own. You cannot make decisions in your own wisdom and expect kingdom results. But God is looking for heart. He wants you to worship Him from the heart. Sitting in His presence. Waiting in His presence. The Bible says that in His presence there's fullness of joy. And at His right hand there are pleasures forevermore. And I think the reason a lot of times in our Christian walk we don't experience the joy of our salvation, which of course the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Maybe that's why when we wait on the Lord, He'll strengthen us, because when we wait in His presence, there's fullness of joy. If you're not waiting in His presence, if you're not waiting in His glory, experiencing the glory of God, that's producing a joy inside of you. That's taking the heaviness off and replacing it with a yoke of freedom. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. The Old Testament, and Isaiah says, to put off, put on the garment of praise, and put off the spirit of heaviness, take off the the garment of heaviness, the yoke of heaviness, and put on the garment of praise. You see, sometimes life can just weigh us down. And the things, the heavy things just shroud us, cover us, cloak us, cover us up where we just can't move. We can't function. We almost, in a sense, paralyzes you and, and, and robs motivation. But you know, like we said earlier, like I mentioned earlier, and Sean mentioned earlier about waiting in the presence of God, waiting in that atmosphere of God. As we wait on the Lord, He will strengthen us. And He will cause us to have a courage and a confidence. You see, a lot of times, things we experience in life are all based on how we see ourselves and our self-image and how we relate to God and relate to people. Maybe you say, well, how does all this have to do with prayer? How does all this have to do with God? It's got everything to do with prayer. You see, no one can even come to God unless the Spirit draws him. 
And Jesus said, it's not by your mind or your power. By the Spirit. When you worship God, when you pray to God, you have to come to Him in spirit and truth. And it's not your much speaking that's going to make the difference, but it's where your heart's at and your capacity and your ability to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and to know where He's moving and what He's saying and what He's doing and how He's feeling. We're talking about being intimate with the Lord. Intimate in the Word. You see, if this Word, the Word of God is not causing you to encounter God, and it's just more words on the page. Jesus even said that the Pharisees, you search the Scriptures, because in them you think you have life. He said this, he says, but I tell you, it's me that you're looking for. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the scriptures testify of me. And when you read the scriptures, if you're not encountering Jesus through the Holy Spirit, if you're not becoming more intimate with the Father as you develop and and understand the character and the love of God and the heart of God towards you, and you're not growing and you're not experiencing the abundant Christian life. You're not experiencing the normal Christian life. Well, let's go into a time of worship. This is Prayer International Radio. If you need prayer, go to the phone, 619-638-8458 for our listeners. You can go into our chat room, Alright, so and we've got some people leaving prayer uh, messages. Uh, let's go into a time of prayer real quick before we go into worship, actually. Apparently there's some people in the chat room and they need some prayer. So we just want to lift up. Um, we want to pray for the Madison, Florida State Prison, Coleman, Florida Federal Prison, and the Lompoc California Federal Prison for Salvation, Healing, and Deliverance for all the inmates, correction officers, and wardens. So we just say God bless you, I guess, 20478. And we just say God bless you right now. We just pray that the Lord would bless your life and open your eyes and lead you and guide you in your walk that the will of God would be done and the kingdom of God would come into your life. And that as you stand for these inmates and you stand for the prison system, we want to stand with you here at Prayer International Radio and with our ministry and our website. In fact, we'll put your request. In fact, if anyone wants to put prayer requests out or needs prayer, you can go to our message board, our chat room. You can call in at 6 619-638-8458 or you can go to prayerinternational at gmail.com and so right now we pray for the Madison, Florida State Prison, Coleman, Florida State Prison, Federal Prison the Lompoc, California Federal Prison and for salvation, healing and deliverance 
We declare, Father, that your glory is pouring out. Father, you are moving right now, that there is a revival and a shaking happening for those that are incarcerated. That Father, you are using, Lord God, even the prison system, Father, to keep people consecrated from the world and the world system, Father. You're using that and your spirit is pouring out. Father, you are bringing lawfulness in the hearts of men and women right now that you are correcting their focus, Father. You are bringing righteousness to the people in the prison system. So, Father, we pray for the inmates. We pray for the wardens and the officers. Lord, we pray for a move of God that you would send laborers, that you would send Bible that you'd send resources, that you'd send materials, that you'd raise up pen pals and, and people that would do ministry to these men and women that are incarcerated. And so we just bless, we just bless them right now. And for our Christian family that's writing in and, and contacting us and emailing in, that's knitting prayer, we just stand with them too, Lord, and we thank you for their boldness you send in a prayer request, and we just encourage you, if you're listening, if you're standing, if you're praying, if you need prayer, send in your prayer request, call us. If you have a ministry, if you have a, a church, uh, if you're doing different things for the Lord, we want to know about it. We want to know how we can pray. We want to allow you, maybe you want to come on to the show as a guest or even a caller. Uh, maybe you want to come and contribute onto some of the shows. Maybe the Lord's put a message in your heart. We want to know about it. So contact us. Prayer International at gmail.com. You can uh, go on our website at www.prayerinternational.org. Or once again, if you are able to get to a phone or you're on Skype, call us at 619-638-8458 and we are reaching out to those of you in the DFW area and the uh, United States and the nations of the world. So, Father, right now we lift up prayer for the nations of the world. Father, we just pray that your Holy Spirit is pouring out. Father, you are raising up intercessors. You are raising up watchmen on the wall, Father. And we pray for those that are standing and interceding and praying and taking the time and, and making the effort to pray and to stand in the gap. And right now we cover those that are standing and praying, Father, those that are uh, praying for their loved ones and their families, those that are praying for their churches and their leaders, their spiritual leaders. Father, we pray, Lord God, for those that are listening, our listening audience, Father, that are praying for unsaved loved ones, that are praying for those that are sick in their bodies. Maybe you're listening and you're going through an issue in your body or you have a loved one that has an issue in their body right now, we are declaring that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, you are healed. If healing is going throughout the earth, that the Holy Spirit is pouring out, and he is bringing healing to the nations. And he is bringing healing not only to the body, but he is bringing healing to the soul and to the mind. He is restoring broken minds and tormented minds and bringing peace to those with chemical imbalances and those with mental health issues. Right now we cover and declare that the power of the Holy Spirit and the anointing is breaking every yoke in your life. And we are declaring right now that by the word of God, 
that he who keeps his mind on God will be in perfect peace. And so, Father, just help them to meditate on your word. Help them to renew their mind. Help them, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit to be transformed and to cast down the vain imaginations and the high things that exalt themselves against your knowledge. And we pray for those that are listening, that that are struggling and dealing with things that are against your knowledge, that is dealing with voices and dealing with philosophies and dealing with things that are contrary to your word. And, Father, we pray and we pull down those strongholds in their lives. And we pray for truth to be revealed, that the truth of the word of God would penetrate their hearts and their minds, that their eyes would be open and they would see the King of glory. Now, Father, you said if we would know the truth, the truth would set us free. So we declare freedom and liberty. And we pray as the worship of God, and as the Holy Spirit go up, and the Holy Spirit broods over our listening audience tonight, we pray, Father, that you would touch them by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. We just thank you, Lord. Just give you praise. Thank you, Father. Feel free to call in 619-638-8458. And all who are thirsty And all who are weak Come to the fountain And if you heart Do it in the way. 
up your voice and ask for his presence.
again into his presence. Share those secrets. Share those longings. Share those desires with him. And as you draw near to him, he promises he will draw near to you. So allow the Holy Spirit to woo you, to draw you, to tug your heart. You know, the Bible says the secrets of the Lord are with those that fear Him. And He will reveal the secrets of His heart. As you inquire of the Lord, as you ask, as you pour out your heart before Him, He will pour out his heart before you. Just allow the fire of the Holy Spirit to bring a new passion, to bring a new burning in your heart.
We are back for International Radio, Intimate in the Word. My name is Chris Herzog. And we were sharing about creating an atmosphere, waiting on the presence of God, waiting in God's presence and being changed. You know, uh, we need to strive to create atmospheres that matter. Atmospheres that bring the presence and the glory of God. Atmospheres that bring healing and restoration. That bring peace and freedom. You know, atmospheres really do matter. And an atmosphere of praise and worship can unlock your faith. It really can. It can unlock your faith. It can bring you to a new level of faith for promises of God and for miracles and for healing and it makes a difference. You know the Bible says to enter his courts with thanksgiving in your hearts and enter his courts, you know, enter his gates with praise. If you're going to come into the presence of God, come into the courts of God coming to the place where God is, it's going to have to come through praise and worship. And it really brings an atmosphere. It really makes a difference. And so we want to encourage you to keep a climate from your spirit in your home. And so, Father, we just pray for everyone listening tonight that you would climatize their home, that you would invade their home, that, Father, you would touch them in their homes, that you would help them to make a place of prayer and a time of prayer and worship, and that they would develop a lifestyle of being and waiting and listening to you and, and being in the presence. And so, Father, we pray your will be done in your kingdom come, that Holy Spirit would breathe and move and touch every man, every woman, every person listening, that you would move over every home, over every business, every church, that you would touch everyone, whether they're in their car or wherever they're at right now. Touch them by the power of the Holy Spirit. And let your name be lifted high and reveal yourself to them in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and we will see you back tomorrow night. God bless you, and have a wonderful night.